The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they could become something more. See if they could work together when we needed them to. Welcome to the Underground Table, Season 4, Episode 2. Your host, Mr. Blade Brown. Mr. Blade Brown, how are you? Great. How are you? How are you today, my host, Jeremy? I am great. Thank you for asking, sir. We are back. Um, We had some weird fuckery going on with Episode 1. Hopefully you hear that before you hear this. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to get too much into it, but... There were some problems. There was some uh, possible recourse uh, because of certain things. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, Blade, you don't have anything to add on that, do you? Uh, legally, no, not right now. I don't okay. believe I can. Okay. Uh, but just know that uh, moving forward, despite or maybe because of uh, things that may or may not have come up during our negotiations with uh, said outside forces, um ugt will move forward in the best possibly better way i'm just gonna go ahead and say it. we're gonna be better than we were last year yeah i think we're going forward we're gonna be okay but we ran into some issues and i think by the time this is out we will have been sorted through it and we can possibly talk about it afterwards in the next episode Maybe. Yeah. Um, I definitely think maybe this was a blessing in disguise. Maybe this is a, a, a setback that we needed to be able to move forward in the best possible way. Correct. I think that everything we went through will be a testament to how much we still want to do this. Confirmed. Yes, I agree, sir. Uh, with all that being said, um, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon shirt, uh, Sub Pop hoodie, Black Dicky shorts. Um, you're coughing and it's going to fuck up the audio. Um, Old Navy boxers, Kirkland socks, and Ben Cadow Vans sneakers. All right. Going forward, now that I'm no longer coughing, uh, pink hair, Sav Blood Vial necklace, crystal necklace with my dad's ring on it, gray grip hook head explosion shirt. Let's see here. Oh, well. Multicolored cat pajama pants my dad got me for Christmas oh, before he passed. Um, Careful. Yellow okay. heart pajama pants. I mean, yellow heart uh, slipper socks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I think these are, let's see here. Yep, these are uh, 
gray polka dot gildan boxers. Perfect. Uh, also, uh, on the subject of Pink Floyd, dude, did you ever listen to that Pink or watch that Pink Floyd Blu-ray that I sent you? Not yet. No. Oh, you fucker! I need to be in a really specific mood for concert films. I hear that. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally understand. Otherwise, it's just kind of like in the background, and you might as well just be listening to music. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I need to be in a mood to watch visuals, which the usually when I'm in the mood for a concert film, I'm like, all right, this time I'm not going to watch stop making sense. And then two <laughs> minutes later I'm watching stop making sense. On, <laughs> on, on that. I haven't watched stop making sense yet because I concert films. I mean, you have to be in a certain mindset. Usually when I watch concert films or even like music documentaries, it's usually when I'm taking a sick day. Like if I stay home from work and I'm on the couch and I feel like shit, Kids are at school or work or whatever. The wife is doing her thing. I'm on the couch and I'm just scrolling through like, hey, I'll watch this documentary that I wanted to watch two years ago. I'll watch this concert that I wanted to watch last month. That's how that goes. Right. Yeah. Uh, Lately, especially like today, yesterday, I'm like getting I'm late starting for work. I work in a couple hours Uh, instead of usually I work. I started work a half hour ago. Um I've been watching stuff before work lately. Um, I mean, even like in 20, 30 minute chunks, but like uh, I just watched a movie yesterday and the day before, and I finally finished it yesterday. So like, I think I'm trying to actually start watching things now. So it'll come closer on that list pretty soon. Nice. Nice. I I hope it's very soon and I hope you enjoy it because we're, we're talking about Pink Floyd Life of Pompeii, by the way, which is legendary, amazing film. I yep. highly recommend anybody watch it. Everybody. Watch I it. received a suspicious package in the mail about six months ago, possibly. Yeah. I want to say about six months ago, and that was inside of it, along with so many goodies that it was. Why? I give good mail. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll see if I give good mail later. Oh, we will see uh, if the post office can can stop fucking with me and give me my package. Yeah, uh, I watched it all day yesterday. Like, oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait. And then <laughs> I, know. I checked it again, and they like changed the date sneakily and still said arriving on time. And I was like, that's not fucking on time. Yeah, no, that happens every once in a while. Uh, I was watching the tracking too. I was out running errands, and I'm like, okay, it hasn't come yet. It hasn't come yet. Cool. I get home, and I see the mail lady coming around, and I'm like, oh, cool. All right. She stops at the mailbox, pops in two envelopes, and drives off. And I'm like, wait a minute. Those two envelopes are not what you sent me. I checked the tracking. It still says it's coming in. And I'm like, that's not, that's not possible. I'm thinking maybe she'll just turn around and, you know, bring it up to my door. That didn't no. happen. And then later on, I noticed it still said in Seattle, but arriving today. And I'm like, how's it arriving today when it's still in Seattle? You fuck. Yeah. Mail sucks. Mail sucks. I, uh, the only other topic of uh, what's been going on is yesterday. I uh, I had a little 40-minute journey. I drove to Costco, which is like 20, 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I, do you have roundabouts out there in Washington? Some, yeah. There, there's a, they're I, scattered. So there was like four roundabouts in a row out in the city where the Costco is, and mm-hmm. I fucked up the roundabout so bad that it put me back on the highway headed home instead oh. of two Costco. Is that one of those and, big roundabouts with multiple lanes and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They yeah. got they all got four lanes each. So right. I fucked up four of those in a row so bad that it put me back on the highway headed home. Oh, shit. And I got so mad that I just went home. 
I drove the 20, 25 minutes to do a big loop and go home. Damn. Yeah, that's happened to me before, honestly. Um, not because of roundabouts, but just because of traffic. Um, I also went to Costco yesterday. Um, well, I didn't. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I succeeded in going to Costco, um, although my, <clears throat> my bank account is uh, not happy with it. Would have preferred I stayed home. Oh, yeah. I needed to go and get two things. So like mm. things would have been bad, but not dire. Right. Because yeah, two yeah, things yeah. at Costco were on you 50 bucks. Every time we go to Costco, I, I always joke with my wife. I'm like, oh, 250 bucks later. And it usually is about that. Yes. Yes, it usually yeah. is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, what else is up? Um, I went to a concert two weeks ago now at this point. Yeah. You got out of the house. I got out of the house. Um, I saw four bands, um, four bands that I'm going to mention by name. And hopefully we talk about them at some point. None of them have anything recorded. So I don't know if ever, no, no, <laughs> if we're ever nobody's, talk about it. nobody's heard of them probably outside of uh, the people that saw them there and like maybe at two other shows. Um, so first up was a band called Saloon. They're from Seattle. They were rad. They actually played a cover of the Pixie song Gigantic, which Blade, you know what that song is, right? Gigantic, baby. Yeah. Famously sampled by Fuckface for a good size. In a good size, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, that that had me fucking hype as hell watching that. That was funny and cool. Uh, Saloon was a lot of fun. Um, the next band up was Morning Glory. Morning Glory was cool. They were like a like a psychedelic uh, kind of punk band, proggy. Uh, the the guitar player had some fucking chops and also had some synthesizers and some effects that were nutso bonkers. Um, next up was a hardcore band called gift. It was their first show ever. And they actually got the place pretty hype. It was fun. And then the last band was called static and they were really cool. So shout out to those bands. Um, also shout out the photographer at the show, rabbit hutch punk, who may or may not be a listener of the show now. And we may or may not, uh, discuss him again because I talked to him basically the whole night and he's a cool dude. Shout out that guy. Shout out. Thank you. I don't know his real name. Rabbit Hutch Punk. That's his uh, Instagram handle. It's also what it says on the back of his uh, battle vest. Hey. So, that's his name. Make a name. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of our uh, whole shtick today, I just wanted to uh, give a quick shout of stuff we're not going to talk about because, well, either there's no reason to or B, I don't want to subject you to that. Okay. Uh, so... I listened to uh, Wham's "Make It Big" yesterday. It was really good. Wham, 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 as 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 in like last Christmas. George Michael. Wham? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've never actually heard anything from Wham other than last Christmas. Oh, what the I fuck? think. And I think um, didn't they do a "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go"? Yeah, man, that's the first yeah. song on the album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I know those two songs, and that's it. That's that's honestly astonishing. Um, you've definitely heard "Careless Whisper." Like oh yeah, yeah. In your oh, yeah. Life. okay that's 100 yeah yeah, yeah that's careless whisper that's got that's got some that's got the badass saxophone yeah sure yeah, yeah. The, the famous saxophone which speaking of famous saxophones i uh was at a jazz festival high school jazz festival last night and there was a there lot was of no famous saxophone in that building there, no there was no famous saxophone but uh there was some good saxophones we'll settle for micro niche internet celebrity saxophones no, they were micro niche uh, high school celebrity saxophones. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, MC Lars and Shape of the Dark Lord put out an album yesterday called 999. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Disney horror album. I thoroughly enjoy it. I've been listening to it ever since it dropped. Um, I'd love to cover it, but I don't think it would do anything for you. So I'm not going to force you to talk about it. There's no agenda there. Um, <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you. Um, absolutely no no shade at um, those artists or the people that enjoy them. I like MC Lars. I think he is a really cool guy. And I think what he does is really cool. And I enjoy watching his Instagram uh, reels and uh, stuff that he does there and his uh, YouTube channel, and his podcast and everything. I love what he does. Unfortunately, I just don't enjoy listening to his music. And that's a me thing. Which so. is why I would not subject you to doing a, <laughs> a review of it. I love that. And Shafe the Dark Lord is fantastic. Uh, if we were doing UGT a couple years ago when he put out his last album, we would have covered it. And we're going to cover Shafer's next thing. Because uh, I think it's far enough away that you might enjoy it. But okay. we'll get Give there. It a try. Okay. And uh, in bad news in my life, uh, I've been turning into the guy that I made fun of relentlessly and endlessly 10 years ago. Um, I picked up on a hard, uh, podcast called Hard Lore, and uh, the two guys that host it are in bands. And I've been nonstop listening to their bands, which are Twitching Tongues and Harm's Way. And I have not been able to stop listening to either of those bands. Okay, uh, let me cut in real quick to uh, let's go. We're cutting. I'm give you a, a, a famous quote: um, "You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain." In this case, it's you've more lived of too like, long. Uh, yeah, I've lived too long. I was making fun of those guys ten years ago, and now I'm right? just like, I can't stop. Although Harm's Way uh, should be kind of related to the pod because they, well, they're local to you, right? No, no, they're not. No, where are they from? Harm's Way or Chicago, I believe. Okay, well, that's I mean, that's area that's in the area um, because they uh, either toured with and or were friends with ICP back in no. the early days. No, yes, yes, they were. Was that yes. not Cold as Life? I think you might be confusing them for Cold no. as Life. Um, have you have you heard a little thing called Mutilation Mix? No. By the way, Harm's Way started in 06. or no, yeah, no. no. That must be a different harm's way because there was a band called harm's way that uh, you've heard mutilation mix motherfucker ICP's mutilation mix. You know, I know what it is, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know how there's like uh, telephone messages in between songs from their friends and stuff saying how much, you know, yeah, request number four harm's yeah. way. Yeah. Harm's way. And if I'm not mistaken, that actually, that band is uh razor Ray who eventually would work with ICP much later and was in the band Motown Rage. Yeah, no, completely different. Okay, guys. that's a different Harm's Way. That probably explains why when I tried to look up Harm's Way out of curiosity several years ago, I found a different band. Probably the band that you're talking about now. I redact my statement, sir. Continue. Yeah, no. Harm's Way or, you know, 06 out of Chicago started as a side project. Like, you know. There's uh they did death they had an album on Death Wish once you know they're now Metal Blade I'm pretty sure diff way different kind of guys okay fair enough uh, same name um coming out of the same geographical area just ten years later yep yep all right so Harm's Way Twitching Tongues they're like uh, sister bands they're all very close but 
Yeah, that is stuff I don't want to bring to the pod until they release new material. Harm's Way put out an album, I think, what, last year? I don't know. I'm still new. Yep, last year. Mm. And uh, we'll talk about it when they come up again. Don't worry. Okay. I think both those vans would fit the mold of what we do here very well. Okay. Well, I suppose I owe it to you because uh, today's, uh, this month's, uh, January's run-through is... uh, Pretty me dominated. That yeah, I mean, we're only doing three albums plus some singles. So like, right. I chose one album. I had an I had another one in mind, but I decided to drop it. I didn't really want to, you know, I didn't want to make more work for us this month. My wife appreciates that. I know you don't. <laughs> okay, well, shall we? Uh, shall we move along here? Shall we do this? yeah yeah go ahead you want to lead the pack um why don't you talk about the first thing well we're gonna run singles and then we're gonna run so the singles um yeah so um this kind of dips into to uh december actually a little bit but we haven't talked about it and well the official single came out in january so we're talking about it uh monoxide child Drop the child, monoxide. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think you dropped the child like fifteen. <laughs> monoxide, years ago. the artist formerly known as Monoxide Child um, of Twisted, has released a few singles, uh, prepping for an album coming up at the end of February. Yeah, isn't it on the fucking like leap day? Twenty ninth, yeah. Yeah, which is strange to release an album on the leap day. Yeah, we can't do album anniversaries for it, but you know, every four years. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, this is an album I'm really looking forward to. And the singles so far we got are what? Not normal BMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's two versions of those singles each, right? Yes. There's the monoxide version. Then there's the guest versions mm-hmm. on streaming. You're only going to find the guest versions. If you bought a certain amount of money worth of items in the store for the MNE store, you got the singles without anybody else on them. Um, I'm going to go off the bat talking about Not Normal. I heavily prefer the version of Not Normal with guests. Low down dirty, laden with the passion of thinking I'm not worthy. If anybody's asking the medicine's not working for sedatives, I'm looking to negative. I'm purging this relative soul searching my house. I just want to stay in the house and keep away from everybody till I figure it out. And I know it'll be the day when I can wander about. And I wonder if all the thunder's coming back in the now. I don't like it here anymore, and I don't think that I could tell you I even did from before. But instead of losing out like the loser who never scored, I had to change the atmosphere and quit feeling like I'm ignored. Some of y'all don't get it, but I can help you find it if you push me to the limit. Anxiety inside me, believe me, it ain't a gimmick. Shit is crazy like the lobby inside of the free clinic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not normal. I can feel it in my chest. I get crazy. Yeah, I think I think Madrox uh, brings a good balance to the song. I. Th- Obviously, we heard the the monoxide only version of it first, which was good that we heard that version first. And I hope that I get an opportunity to listen to that version of the album first, um, providing my CD comes in before the streaming drops, because I want I think that context is better um, because then you hear the, the whole monoxide song and it's like, yeah, this is good. He spit three solid verses. Good hook. The song's dope. And then you hear the version with Madrox and he brings a good balance to it and switches it up. And as always delivers just a fucking amazing verse. And I think the same holds true for uh, the other single that we've heard BMA, 
with Madrox and Gmoski. I think the monoxide only version was good, and I think the guest version takes that up a level and is even better. Yep, I think that both of those songs can stand on their own, but added guests bring up the heat every time. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Chainsmoker 2. We're going to be talking about it. Obviously, that makes a lot of sense for us. It's a given. Uh, We're going to be talking about it ad nauseum once it comes out. But in between Not Normal and BMA, we had another thing thrown into the ring. We had Jamie Madrox's Dirt Sandwich. What? That was a crazy surprise. So yeah, one week after they did the Monoxide single for orders, they put up a Jamie Madrox uh, free gift if you ordered enough money. Now, I uh, did not want to shout out the $75 or $85 to get the Monoxide single, but one of our friends did. So that's how we heard the Not Normal without any guests. But when they said, hey, you spend $40 and you get a Jamie Madrox single, I went, I have $40. Yeah, I would like to hear a Jamie Madrox single. Almost got me with that one. Almost. They got me with it. They really, they know that Jamie's my like, my weak point. So I have the Dirt Sandwich single. I uploaded it for all of us in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, well, fucking sucks, dude. Sucks Um, to suck. Yeah, you can hear it in the Discord if you join the Discord. Uh, I'll relink it for you if you want it. Uh, It's also on YouTube. I sent it to one of the big uploader guys. I was like, here, Merry Christmas or whatever. Fucking whatever. Put it up. He put it up on YouTube, but join our Discord and you get the real wave file that I sent and not a YouTube MP3. Big thing is leaking over in the Discord. Yeah, big moves <laughs> make a, big moves happening. Yeah, about to get us in more trouble. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so we take it. Yeah, that's all legally my fault. UGT's not abs- uh, they're absolved in this, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the back of that. It says taken from the upcoming November brain mix up, uh, which like they still haven't said anything about. We don't know what the fuck that is. Um, I really hope it's a new Mad Rock Soul album, but the way it's worded is I don't I don't think it will be. Um, I think it's just going to be like a compilation like Gear of the Sword or something like that. I, really I think do. it's going to be a non Halloween specific kind of uh, Songs of Samhain kind of thing. Yeah, like a more mixtape collab kind of thing where it's every song is a Jamie Madrox song, but a lot of we may get remixes, we may get guests, we may get covers. Who knows? It's going to be, I think it's going to be very mixtape like, but I think it's going to be very good also. Same. And also I hope we don't just- have to wait till November to hear it <laughs> uh, knowing them they've been teasing stuff for two years now so we might not we might wait till next march <laughs> but yeah that single rips it's really good all right so that would be the first of our singles do you want to kick it off with our second because you have the single order and i don't honestly so okay. you got to intro um, each single uh quick shout out also in december we didn't cover in our year end roundup because we didn't really well, it kind of dropped like simultaneously. Uh, Buckshot, When Hell Froze, new EP, kind of a follow up to last year is When Hell Freezes. That makes pretty sense. lackluster follow up to that. If I'm uh, uh, if I'm being fair about it, to be fair, yeah, When Hell Freezes was really good, and When Hell Froze is fine. There was nothing right. I hated about it, um, but there was nothing really that stood out. I think the first song was fun. Um, it has a bunch of bonus tracks at the end that if you're just streaming it, you don't realize they're bonus tracks, but they're all songs that have been released elsewhere. 
previously. See, I would never have known. And yeah, and he does that kind of shit all the time, and it's kind of confusing. The only way I knew is because I looked at this actual CD track listing, and I was like, wait a minute. It's only got like half the songs. That's why they're calling it an EP. Anyway, so that's that's good. Uh, the next thing it came out on December 31st was a local band for me from Tacoma called the Rat Utopia Experiment, a.k.a. True. They use the acronym True. Um, the single is their fifth single so far. It's called The Rat Who Barked. this band a lot this is a band of kids they're probably in their late teens early 20s at this point they've been around for about a year maybe a year and a half they've dropped a few singles they're in the studio locked up right now recording an album ep not sure which they are making big moves i actually just heard them on our local rock radio station yesterday there is an ad for them they are the featured local band of the week they are playing a showcase at the mopop Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle. Well, that's already happened by the time you've heard this episode. Sorry about that. I was um, like, yeah. did you go? I looked at the date. I was like, are you going to go? And then I looked at the date and I was like, he didn't go. No, no, actually, I, I didn't go. Um, I wanted to really badly, but just the timing of it was not right. But I am going to see them in March at a different venue. What did you think? Uh, you know, I liked it, but also it falls in the same. This is Jiggle genre, not my genre. That's fair. A lot of things that you bring are all in the same umbrella of style. And I need to learn to never be surprised anymore. Because every time you give me something, I'm like, oh, what could this be? No, I know what it is. It's labeled on the bag if you send it to me. Hmm. Everything? I feel like I've sent you some pretty varied shit. One thing that we're talking about today caught me by major surprise. And oh, okay. uh, well, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Well, besides uh, that, it's pretty clearly labeled of I know what it's going to be pretty much. Okay. Okay. Well, with that said, um, Rat Utopia Experiment, um, we'll be talking about them. Yeah. Some we'll, more. Moving forward, we'll talk about them. I mean, I, you know, if I hate it, we're not talking about it. So obviously it's a, it's an, a, it's a good thing that we're going to talk about again. Great. Uh, would you like to talk about uh, something that's not underground, but we're going to mention it because we both enjoyed it. Ooh, the Green Day album? Yes, the Green Day album. Yeah, it was really good. I really, it Green Day put out good. an album called Saviors. Uh, shockingly, probably the best thing they've done since American Idiot. Um, I could agree with that, yeah. <clears throat> Although, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm famously and controversially a uh, 21st century breakdown fan and uh, apologizer. I'm throwing tomatoes uh, at you right now. I, I, I know. 
and lucky for you, I like tomatoes. Give them to I'm me. I'm throwing maybe. two week old tomatoes at you right now. Okay, now that's just rude. Anyways, I'm sun drying them for this. Saviors does not deserve tomatoes. It deserves flowers because it's yeah. a great album. I really enjoyed it. We put it on our UDT playlist and like we kind of like sat down. And we we're like, Green Day is not fucking underground, dude. We don't, oh, no. we don't no, gotta talk about Green Day. Stretch of the imagination. Like, there's been a few things where like, all right, well, we like it, so we're gonna talk about it. But Green Day Saviors, great album. We're gonna talk about it very, very briefly, just like this. Uh great album. Go listen to it if you like Go Green Day. Yeah. If you if you liked Green Day and you stopped liking them, listen to it because there's a lot of stuff that kind of comes from all over their career in here. I mean, there's flashes of Dookie. There's flashes of American Idiot. There's flashes of even their most recent album, The Father of All, which was famously hated. Um, not by I me. Pretend I pretend that didn't it. happen. Oh, I didn't. I well, didn't hate it. But I also you have I also, a wonderful day, buddy. I also didn't love it. You, you're not letting you. me finish. I didn't love it either. There were a few things I liked about it. And those few things that I liked about it are the things that crept into this album. They did good by everybody, I think. This is a great album. 100% pure, uncut rock and roll. No yeah, there's, Swedish producers. No right? DJs. Right. <laughs> what was that <laughs> stupid <laughs> fucking promotional campaign? That was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen for a promotional rollout mm. in my life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Saviors uh, has some uh, four on the floor, uh, big cowbell energy, uh, 80s arena rock kind of thing going on on a few songs, which is fun. Also, he's like 50 years old, like yeah. talking about, do you want to be my girlfriend? That shit is weird. That's a little fucking strange, man. He's got a wife. He's all he's whole well, he, ass married. He He's talking about his wife, Dillweed. He's talking oh. about when he, he wrote that song while him and his wife were sitting on the couch watching fucking uh, reruns of The Office. All right. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's still yeah. pretty fucking cringe to be 50 years old singing that shit. Oh, dude, I, that's one of my favorite things. I fucking love that because his, his relationship with his wife, I mean, I'm speculating because they've been married since like 92. I'm imagining their relationship is a lot like my relationship with my wife. And I found that song to be really cute and really adorable. And oh. I love it. And I'm a sappy well, mother. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along. Uh, Death.gov. <clears throat> we talked about them last season. Oh, we've talked about them plenty. We're going to be talking about about them them plenty more. Even if they don't drop anything, we're going to continue to talk about them because holy shit, these guys are a revelation. I think they do an interesting blend of styles and they do it really, really well. And that's what makes me interested in them is because they're not just one specific sound. Correct. And they also use saxophones, which are really low in the mix, but they're there. Every fucking week you trick me into listening to some some form of a ska band. Every <laughs> this is not a ska band. Time. Not even close, dude. Saxophone also, ska band. Oh, right, right, right. He you was were a talking about wham. <laughs> Careless Whisper. Is that ska? Come on. Ska. Ska. Okay. Ska. Yeah. Also, uh, one of my favorite drummers in the whole world, uh, Megan Herring from Death.gov. Um, she also does some backup vocals on the little bridge breakdown part, which is cool. So shout out, Megan. Rat Pack for Life. Shout out Def.gov. I really hope to be hearing more of a full length slash EP from them in the future. Yes, absolutely. They are, uh, yeah, they're on their way to doing big things. All right, let's keep You're it gonna moving. You're going to go far, kid. Let's keep it moving. Okay, um, next up is another local band for me from Tacoma called Hot Stepmom. 
we mentioned them a few episodes back because I saw their show and picked up their album. Buddy, we talked about their entire album when it came out. We've mentioned them no. a lot. Yeah, we didn't talk about the whole album, but we did we did uh, bring them up. Um, I think you're confused because I've been nonstop talking in our chats about them. Did we not <laughs> cover their album when it came no, out? No, we didn't because it was already like almost a year old by the time. I, Who by, am by I the confusing them for? Um, I don't know. Could be anybody. Um, Hot Step Mom is a band out of Tacoma. They've been around for a couple of years. They have one album and an earlier single. They are gearing up to release a new EP in March. They dropped a new single in January. The single is called Hive. great song it's be your own pet yes be your own pet uh shout out spark nuts for that one yeah also not um hot stepmom yeah not hot stepmom no um the song you made me listen to incredibly good we'll get more there later yeah 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 that's the new single great great song great song but we will talk about them more later because they are doing other things that we will talk about do you want to talk about the co-defendants i think it was fine Okay. Um, after last showing, I kind of wanted more. After last time they brought up on here, I expected a little more out of them, but it was it satiated what I wanted from it, but it didn't exceed what I wanted from it. So you know. Mm. Okay, that's fair. Um, it's I mean it's pretty bare bones. Uh, it's featuring somebody by the name of Tumex, who I have no idea who that is. The song is called "Living Las Vegas." Um, it's a very short song. It's just like three verses and no chorus. Just it's just rappy rap stuff, which is good, and they're good at that. They throw in a line from Baby Shark, which is hilarious. Just a quick little single. I don't even think they announced it before they dropped it. They just kind of said, "Hey, here it is." So for being what it is, I really enjoyed it. Moving along, um, a band that I've kind of been looking at for a while, uh, but haven't brought up here before because i i don't know i just didn't really grab me yet but it's a band called raul 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 don't know where they're from they're a two-piece uh guitarist vocalist and a drummer they dropped a single called weak blood um if you're looking to look these guys up it is r-a-u-e is how it's spelled uh weak blood cool song nothing uh nothing too spectacular but it was cool the guitar riff it is pretty neat um the 
chorus is really catchy. It's it's poppy. It's it's kind of like a like a alternative pop kind of thing. I would call it. That's fair. It has punk elements, but it's not really punk music. It's borrowing. It's learning. Yeah, but they are. Uh, yeah, they're just some kids that are just doing this music thing. And hey, shout out! Good job. Uh, what do you think about Strung Out? Strung Out, I just again, I I only listened to our singles a couple times, and uh, I don't remember much from Strung Out. I really don't. Um, so what God now are these cages we live in? Blinded by a suicide, cause no one's listening. Okay, so Strung Out, um, great punk band, uh, currently on Fat Records, uh, probably always been on Fat Records. They have an album coming out in April called Dead Rebellion. Uh, They dropped a single a few weeks ago called Cages. Great shit. If you know who Strung Out is, if you've heard them before, this is basically meeting that bar. If you've never heard of them before, I suggest checking them out. Really good screamy punk rock. I was going to say, for fans of what? For fans of screamy punk rock, um, for fans of that classic uh, 90s aughts fat wreck sound. Also for fans of maybe a little bit more metally kind of punk. They use a lot of like heavy metal inspired riffs and double kick kind of drums. That's big riffs. Yeah. So, and that's added to the kind of, you know, skate punk sound that you're going to expect from a a, band a fat wreck. Right. So Dead Rebellion coming out in April. Um, I am sure we'll probably talk about that then. I just wanted to bring up this. I'm going to assume that a lot of these singles or bands we're going to, they're just preludes for stuff we're talking about later. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Um, I don't know that they all are, but hopefully. Um, what's next? Twisted did a weird thing. Twisted did a weird thing. So they released, what's it called? Fucking Cryptic Collection 5 Time Warp. Uh, something like that time capsule capsule one yeah time capsule one i'm pulling up the track listing yeah Uh, Uh, i've got it right here it's mental rabbit hole tried to warn you how does it feel and psychomania so the first two songs were singles released elsewhere i mean everything was released elsewhere mental rabbit hole was like a single they did like a physical cd for two I believe right. I have one somewhere kicking around here. I think I um, might have it. Um, it was. It's not. It was never released on streaming. That one wasn't. Yes, it is. It's on streaming. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, Either that me. or I added it to my phone. You but, added because uh, I don't. I don't think it exists there. But. Here, hold on. We can settle the debate. Mental rabbit hole. Um, which oh, also, by the yeah, way, no, is I put a, it there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mental rabbit hole. Great song fucking great yeah. song i love that one a lot I'm i genuinely like it i'm glad it exists elsewhere now for people to hear because it's good 
Uh, I tried to warn you was a single from I don't a few years ago I think yeah I've I think it was on the it, record store day um, yeah I've heard of it but I don't remember ever actually hearing it until this little collection it's okay it's it's fine it's uh, about mid tier twisted I would call it yeah it's all right and then we jump into uh, what was it again. How does it feel? feel? Yeah. So this version of how does it feel is not the original. How does it feel from most tasteless? This ain't your granddad's. How does it feel? This is the, the quote unquote continuation, the quote unquote lost verse of the song, which was recorded 20 years later. Yep. So it has (laughs) the lost verse where, you know, famously Madras goes, gets cut midline of my stomach hurts. And then you hear a record scratch and it cuts Mm -hmm. out. Well, this one, does not this one continues on through madrox's verse and then you get right. a monoxide verse that wait it's for cut it off. cuts <laughs> off right but this is not the it doesn't include the begin the actual original song this just picks up where the original one cuts off there Actually, is a mix up on madrox's first verse uh, it picks up on the verse that gets cut off it doesn't pick right it, it doesn't pick up at the it, cut Part. It, it yeah, it picks up at the beginning part. of that verse. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. There is a version that exists somewhere that is both the original and this one combined together. And I don't know if that was a fan edit or. I visuals. do believe it's a fan edit. Okay, but I I have that one on steady rotation because it's just fucking cool. Uh, they did a really good job of recreating the original for the beat and just the overall tone and the lyrics and everything. I mean, on obviously you can tell it's new because their voices are so much different and the production is cleaner, but they still did a really good job of, of uh, paying homage to the original and making it blend really well. And if my calculations are correct in 20 odd years, we'll get part three. (laughs) I want to say by the time that twisted has made good on all the promises we've heard in the past couple of years, we might actually think that verse will be real eventually. Now, let, let, let's be clear here. The promises that they have made in the last few years are things that are actually being worked on that are actually going to happen. They're just on a slower time scale than we as fans anticipated. Yes. Yeah. Well, they have a couple promises that never came true from the psychopathic era, but I think that's more of a failing well, of that label rather than them. Yeah, we're not talking about those ones anymore because those are null and void. We're never going to get a Samhain witch kill. We're still getting bloodletting, <laughs> goddammit. I wish we were. October 2007. Did you not read it? We're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck. The, the, the thing that frustrates me is I know that at least half of that album exists. Well, yeah. A lot in, of it was a, recorded. And it was yeah. released intermittently in different ways. Some part. Yeah. There, there was one song on Blaze's Clockwork Gray. There was two songs on that year's Halloween uh, release. There's one on a Mikey Clark mixtape that is probably yes. my favorite SWK song, period. Oh, yeah, God, that one's weird. But it's it's not an SWK beat. That's a Mike Clark beat that used for uh, uh, Shaggy's uh, Fuck the Fuck Off. Insider info. That was, to my knowledge, that was originally made for that. Are you kidding me? No. And, the, and then ICP co-opted it? Yeah, obviously. Wow. I mean, to my knowledge, happened before, but, it's um. either that or the beat was scrapped and they used what he had left over. But that song, that verse or whatever, the verse mm-hmm. and the chorus was SWK. Yeah. I have a gripe with that, though. The way that it's cut up, and that's a thing that happens on that entire mixtape, 
is like the verses are like it's not chopped and screwed but it's like a verse will like cut off and then repeat and re- or a, a line will cut off and then repeat and then you know like he just does a lot of weird editing with the vocals on that whole fucking mixtape and i know it's a stylistic thing that was kind of hot at the time with like mixtapes and remixes and stuff but i fucking hate it and I, I want to hear the raw audio. <laughs> I want to hear the raw audio of that Jamie Madrox verse. Remember how we said we can't get sidetracked? Anyways. Who said that? Uh, the other side. <laughs> Who said that? Us. Point them me. Out. I have Point shit to do today. Me. I, I, I'm pointing at names. I, I got to do names. shit today. Okay. Um, All right. So uh, okay. so the last the last thing that we talk about before we're going to move on. Hold on. Hold on. Actual... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh? The last song on that EP oh, is right, Psychomania. Right. Psychomania. And I want to shout out that song for one reason. Okay. Uh. Our best friend and friend of the pod, Mike Spawn, gave me a physical copy of the Psychomania EP last year mm. at the Super Show 3 because Thanks. I didn't have one. I don't have one either, Mike. <laughs> he only had that one extra, <laughs> oh, but Mike oh, gave okay. me okay. Mike That's gave fair. me that. He gave me Buckshot's uh, the, alib- the uh, Alibis or something like that. The something. the Not the Alibi. Buckshot. He gave me a double CD Buckshot album. Oh. The accomplices, the fucking oh, the, the accomplices. accomplices. Ah, he yes. gave me the accomplices, and he okay. gave me something else. I'm trying to look at my shelf, leaning back, craning my neck, but I can't remember. Mike, I love you. You don't owe me anything. You've given me shit before, and I love you for it. Yeah, all of us in the UPC have just we trade items back and forth. Yeah, uh, you'll see later today. We've all doxed each other's addresses. It's yeah. We know. I sent uh, I sent Robert an item. I Robbie Roberto sent that right. loving guest. Uh, it was great having him. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I'm not. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. Um, mm, well, I, a, a certain come, person who may or may not have been on a certain episode that may come, or may not have aired. Well, <laughs> what are they going to do? Sue us again? <laughs> you can't double jeopardy. What are you doing? Oh. Anyways, uh, uh, I don't know. They're, I don't know. I mean, they might find something else. It's whatever. Fucking, those fucking guys. I sent him a fucking vein record and an MSI CD. Two items from my collection that were not being loved as they should. Oh. Um, but anyways, yeah. Psychomania. Shout out Mike Spawn. Love you, Mike Spawn. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Yeah. Uh, hope to have I- him on here one day for some reason. Uh, yeah. We haven't talked to him since uh, last year's uh, summer camp special. Yeah, we haven't talked to him on record, but off record, right. I talked off to him record, 10 minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> like oh, well, 10 minutes ago, I heard from yeah. Mike. Well, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so that's the Twisted Cryptic Collection 5 Time Capsule 1, which we are to assume is just Cryptic the Collection 5 one. that's being released in little chunks on streaming. And then once that's done, will probably be released in its full format as a an official Cryptic Collection release number five because there wasn't two christmas ones and a two halloween ones and a valentine's day one and a vip exclusive one so really there's been like 10 cryptic collections but this is number five i think that eventually they're gonna rot out of stuff in the chambers and just start making all new songs for cryptic collections and just be like oh look we found (laughs) <laughs> like they did with volume three. They already did that. This is old. Hat. <laughs> I love volume three. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, the songs, t- the songs taken out of context are mostly pretty good, but just as a whole, I find it a little bit boring, but that's a me thing. 
moving on, the last thing we're going to talk about before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, 44 minutes in. Oh, yeah, was... we're going to blaze through the meat and potatoes. Okay, yeah, yeah, good, great, as we should. Um, the last single, I'll let you take this because I know it's near and dear to your heart. You're looking at me like I have the single list in front of me. The last thing. 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 Paramore. Ha! Ah, Paramore's cover of Burning Down the House by the Fuck Talking yes. Heads released. Not for... underground. Not underground, <laughs> but cry. we run the fucking show. You're going to hear about yeah. it, all right? You're going to hear about Paramore anytime they do anything. Yeah, yeah fucking. You're going to hear about Talking Heads in any way that I can. Mm. You motherfuckers listening are lucky I didn't make us review the Stop Making Sense 2023 remaster because I tried. We, we still I do. fucking tried. We can. Can we? Okay. I'd love um, to talk if, about it. If, if we run low on other things to talk about, we'll bring it up. Well, that never fucking Not happens. We got to cut shit every time. I know. I know. <laughs> We've cut so many albums from this. We have a backpile list of shit we need to get to eventually. Anyways, so in December or January, I want to say, A24, God, I hate them, announced that they were um doing a stop making sense like a release of sorts i mean they did the theatrical run and everything but they uh teased something and it was like the first five seconds six seconds of this uh burning down the house single and you could hear Haley's voice and it got me electrified baby yeah so they put out the full single and it might be the only good talking heads cover in existence um it's very good it's faithful to the original while having the same style the paramore brings to the table i think it's a very very good cover and honestly if this gets people to go listen to the talking heads i'm all for it um i saw the track listing for the tribute album that this is featured on and i think that a24 was a mistake as a company and i think they shouldn't be allowed to do this but that's whatever um paramore though good job great job I haven't seen the track list. All I know is it's that awful. the other songs are not from Paramore. Um, it and actually, terrible. the only other artist I recognized on there was the Linda Lindis, who I'm vaguely familiar with. Uh, there's like Bad, Bad, Not Good and Lord, which are like two promising ones. But don't I don't know. think that it's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be Bad, 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 Not Good, Good, Bad, Bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's mm. going to I'm going to be really pissed off at whoever covers my favorite song. Which is? Cross-eyed and painless. Okay. It's the closer for Stop Making Sense. They better come hard. They better bring everything they got to the table for that. Because if it sucks, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. You know, we can review it. We can just have a two-hour episode about me being pissed off about this cover album. Sure, absolutely. But yeah, Um, no. Any thoughts on that that I didn't cover? Um. I just wanted to say that uh, Paramore, as musicians, are horribly underrated. Um, if you listen to Zach's drumming on this song, it harkens back to the early days of Paramore when the dude was like just fucking animal from the from the Muppets. I mean, just all over the place. This guy's a good drummer. Uh, Taylor. Also, great guitar player, and I think he handles like 90% of the synths and keyboards happening here. Great fucking arranger, great musician. Haley, I cannot say enough good things about Haley. Uh, She does this thing with her voice that she doesn't often do, where she has like a lower kind of growl kind of thing going on, which fits perfect. And the whole thing is just... uh, Did you do a side-by-side of the songs? 
I didn't, but I did listen to them both on the same day. Okay. Okay. That's fine. So, not side by side, but yeah, it's, it's very faithful to the original. It is incredibly um, faithful. I th- yeah. I think the, the instrumental break might be a little shorter on the Paramore version, but I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I do know that musically and vocally it's right fucking there. And for the little promo video they shot, she even wears the fucking big funny suit and does the dance and God bless her. <laughs> yeah. I think if it was on anybody else in the world that put on the big suit, I'd be very mad about it. But Haley can put on the big suit. Haley can do whatever the fuck she wants. She doesn't need your validation. She can put on the big suit. Shasta. Shasta. Uh, tell me about Donnie Menace because I don't know much about him. Um, I did listen to the album several times. Donnie Menace, for my knowledge, is a rapper slash battle rapper. He is from the west coast okay i've never done a background dive on him that makes sense i didn't know where he was from but that makes sense yep yep his music is more west coast than it is east coast yep so donnie menace is a rapper um slash battle rapper which is a strange connection i found i posted donnie menace once and my friend who's a battle rapper was like yo you know donnie and i was like what the fuck do you mean (laughs) uh how do you know donnie (laughs) uh anyways shout out e feral love him um so Donnie last year did Chainsaws and Boom Six. And he's done albums before that prior. He signed to LSP. He works with LLE. He was at Camp Right. One of the two, I believe one of the first two, I believe, maybe the first two entirely. Uh, I wasn't at Camp Two. I mean it wasn't Camp One, so I wouldn't know. But Donnie released Chainsaws and Boom Six last a couple years ago now at this point. Jesus, time's going. Um I remember he released the first out. one. Yeah, that was it had to have been last year, maybe twenty twenty two. I think it's 2022 because it was the same year that uh, Songs of Sam Hain 3 came out. And uh, yeah, 2022. Cody Mance's E equals MC, uh, whatever the fuck he titled it, came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just tried to remember it. It left me. Anyways, I loved that album. It is a rap album full of punchlines and these haymakers and just catchy hooks full of Evil Dead samples, Evil Dead references, the whole trilogy. Like, tailor-made for somebody like me with an evil dead tattoo fucking loved it um now this year he released the sequel chainsaws and boomsticks 2 still disrespectful as fuck with no apologies for you punching more than goro and control a box in each other if your mom's on my jock then i'm gonna fuck her so when i say fuck where you're from it's because i have my cock in your mother i'm one of the oddest of brothers to ever grace a mic if they underestimate and i'ma make them pay the price when i invade the place i light up everything inside our tracks i mean spitora with the global form i make them say goodnight once again the necronomicons off the shelf i argue with demons in my head when people think i talk to myself i just do what the oculus tells me to do don't know if i'm possessed or is the shrooms but as a Shoot, I watch the bodies all melt Listen, I put it work with the lift up a bitch is hurt in a sensitive era I'm still hitting them where it hurts Other words, this man remains raw Put the blade up to your throat and snatch a necklace That's a chainsaw
Donnie, I saw him live at Super Show 3. Uh, despite me having a like 12-hour-long panic attack, I got my shit together enough to go see Donnie because like I had to see him. I had to. He's West Coast. He's not out here often. I had to make that. Like I just... I got my shit together. Um, and he performed a couple songs from this, if I'm not mistaken, a couple unreleased songs, and he just went for it. It was a great performance. Great performer, fantastic energy. Donnie's great. Uh, he's also super fucking nice. I saw him at, like, Fright Fest or something, and I was like, hey, man, I love the album. And he's like, oh, thank you. Like, you know, very gracious, humble guy. That's good. That's good to hear. I like that. Um, so I want to, like, highlight the Boomsticks Reloaded song. It's the first song on the EP. Uh, EP LP. Oh, it's definitely. Uh, I think it's a showing of what he's about. Like everything here just screams like this is what is in the box when you're opening it further. Everything mm-hmm. you get in the first song, including from the samples to the way Donnie raps and everything, mm-hmm. this is what you're getting the whole album of. If you don't like that, you're not going to want the rest of it. Like I was saying, we cut out a part of this because me and Jiggles just had an argument about samples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we are cutting that though, for sure, right? For sure. I don't want to sound dumb. Okay, great. I don't either. Yeah. I misquoted yeah. it during that. Uh, that's oh, well. Well, the so album opens. Your job is to make me not sound dumb, and my job is to make you not sound like an asshole. There we go. It's a symbiotic so, relationship. <laughs> the album starts with a sample from Army of Darkness, uh, specifically when Ash is separated into good Ash and bad Ash. Okay. Um, which, you know, the whole album has tons of samples. I, I highlighted a few samples. I mean... We got samples in a couple songs from ICP. We have samples from yes. Halloween. We have Eminem samples. Like on the same song. I wanted to highlight all that. All on the because, same sample. Yeah. All on the same uh, song. Talk, talk to the Chainsaw has an ICP sample and an Eminem sample, both in the hook. I and to a Halloween that. sample, by the way. Yeah. Fucking the dope. piano also, from John Carpenter's Halloween is used in that right. too. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines on the album is on that song. Uh, he says fuck where you're from i'm paraphrasing here but fuck where you're from my cock was in your mother uh great 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 joke there i like it see donnie menace has a lot of lines so like on second or third or fifth listens you're just like oh what hold on Mm -hmm. uh and i think that goes for a lot of stuff like uh the song is called run it back and boy, would you believe that the first time I heard that song, I listened to it four times in a row hmm. because it's just, it's my favorite song on the album. It's incredible. It's brisk. It just goes by and Donnie's rapping start to finish nonstop. Yeah. There's, some, there's some rapping going on. Uh, Donnie definitely has bars. There's no disputing that. Uh, and just in case you thought we would go through the entire episode without mentioning super famous fun time guys, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Four out of the last five episodes? Uh, no, I think it's five out of five. I'm not It's probably five out of five. I think it's five out of five. SMBTMD, also known as suck my balls through my drawers, which is a funny, funny phrase. And it's really funny that they abbreviated it like fun time guys often do. What a great fucking song. Yep. So <clears throat> they have a feat. They have guest features on this, and just like every other guest feature they've ever had, fantastic verses. They are on par, if not better than the person that they're guesting with. And in this case, they are on par with Donnie. Donnie mm-hmm. is the same skill level as Whip and Legs. Legs with uh, his uh, which, line: "Don't pretend you ain't got my design in your closet unless you want to be a skeleton in mine." Dude, just <laughs> bars it. all around on this bars, album. Bars for days. I think that this album, 
very quickly is one of my contenders for album of the year. Um, I think I know my album of the year already. I don't want to spoil it, but this is <laughs> I think we already did for it. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> but like when this came out before, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like they better, they better not fucking slack. And uh, they didn't. But this album is going to be in my top five, guaranteed this year. Um, I have a lot of fun with it. I've I run it back outside of the show. I mean, I listen to it before we were even going to cover it a lot. So I pitched to you last, like I was like, "Hey, man, can we cover this?" And you're like, "Ah, well, yes." Yeah, well, here's the thing. When somebody tells me about a uh, horrorcore adjacent or juggalo adjacent artist that I'm not familiar with, um, let's just say it's not out of the ordinary for me to be not excited about it. Well, no, that's pretty good par for the course standard procedure. If somebody tells right. you about a horrorcore rapper that you don't know, you should be Ooh, like, okay. mm, yeah, nah, man, mm-hmm. maybe I'll check it out one day. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I, I am familiar with Donnie as a person. Um, I mean, he's done tons of features that I've heard and yeah. I've always enjoyed his features. In fact, he has that line on, uh, God, what fun time guy's song was that? Um, scary as us, right? I don't think it's, it's scary as scary us. us. Um, no, oh no, no! It's the uh, the Munsters song that's on uh, the K uh, Kurt Russell's Hangover. Yeah, he has the line where uh, like put you to the wall, like Frank Murphy or something like that. Oh, he's not is... on Scary as Us. He's on Monster Mash. He's yeah, also Monster on Humbugs Mash. in Your Bed, and he's yeah, yeah. on uh, Your Wife's a Hoe. Yeah, yeah. So on Monster Mash, he makes the Frank Murphy from uh, F is for Family, which is a great cartoon. If you've ever had a chance to see it, it's fucking hilarious. Frank Murphy is a really angry dad and he always threatens his son that he's going to put him through the fucking wall. So Donnie Menace just makes that fucking mention in that song. And he says, I'll put you through the fucking wall like Frank Murphy. And that popped me really bad because I watched that show and it was hilarious. So yeah, I've been knowing about Donnie Menace for a while. Um, I just never actually heard any of his own stuff. And since you put this on the list, I heard it and I like it. So there you Good. go. I'm glad. Uh, now that two, Donnie's two on your radar. For me. Yep. Uh, one, the sign should have been he's co-signed by LLE and he's co-signed by me, Robbie, Veronica, and everybody, Mike, like that too. But Yeah, but so are some other artists that I'm not going to name that I definitely don't like. <laughs> Buckshot. Uh, so <laughs> We've literally talked about every single Buckshot release for the last two years. <laughs> I know. All to favorably too. Mm, from you. Uh, no, I like Buck. He's great. He's just, his guests elevate his work a lot. Um, no, Donnie, you should go back and listen to the first chance on Moomsticks at minimum. I probably will. I have uh, some other, some other, uh, things that I'm listening to that are a long time coming that people have told me to listen to for a long time and I never did. And I finally am. And it's a lot of R and D and I'll get back to, uh, people about that when I'm done. But that's neither here nor there. What is the next release that we're talking about? So I'm going to go ahead because this one's going to be a little bit lengthier than the next one. uh, Because we got like 15, 20 minutes left. Um, Sure Sure we do. The next (laughs) we do, I'll cut it. (laughs) Don't look at me like that. You're wasting time. All right. So the next release we had was Dry Socket. Yes. I really enjoyed Dry Socket's album. Um, which I forgot to write down the fucking title of. It's called Sorry for Your Loss. Um, and as much as I enjoyed the album, I don't enjoy their band name. It makes me fucking cringe. As a guy who's had several teeth pulled, 
<laughs> Every time I see or hear the band name, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Dry yeah, they're from so, Portland. They're from Portland. They're a local for uh, for Robbie. Um, semi-local for me. They uh, tour around here. Actually, I think they're playing in a town near me tonight, I think, or tomorrow. Um, irregardless, uh, they are a kind of localish band to the Northwest. Been around for a few years, have a couple uh, EPs or demos out. This album is called Sorry for Your Loss. Um, I don't know you can really call it an album. There's 10 songs, but it has a running time of 15 minutes, which is fucking killer Actually, i've listened fucking, to it like six yeah. times yeah i fucking oh, yeah. love long i love yeah. short length albums dude i really do yeah i'm more and more i prefer shorter releases um this one is so fucking good i mean jesus christ um if you want the full story on the out al- well not i mean it's not even really like a full story but go to their Bandcamp page there's a little blurb about the album um about the intent of the album and the the lyrics and everything it's it's what the the title of the album is. Sorry for your loss. It just deals a lot with grief and loss and you know surviving, and that's what a lot of the well all of the songs are about. And my God, that girl fucking screams her fool head off, and it sends chills down my spine. Yeah, so the vocals here are the main selling point for me. Yeah. Uh, this is what shocked me about you uh, suggesting this album. Like, it came on, and I was like, oh, shit. And then, like, the like the fucking vocals hit, and I was like, oh, oh, my God. And then the lyrics were starting to come through, and I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. It's, uh, yeah, the combination <laughs> of the lyrical delivery and the lyrics themselves that hit it for me. Um Rob, Robbie and I think uh, Eric also have uh, talked about this band a bit because they're kind of doing big things locally in the hardcore scene. And so they're kind of been on everybody's radar. And it was like right after this album came out, like Robbie was talking about it and he was like, yeah, it was really good. I've been listening to it. I think I'm, you know, it's really good. Then I gave it a listen and immediately after hearing it, I was like, oh, this is going on the fucking list. We're talking about this fucking album. 
Yeah, they're playing tonight, by the way, in a VFW hall. Yep. Is it Ballard? Ballard, yep. which is just, it's a suburb of Seattle, kind of. Um, but yeah, at a VFW hall. So yeah, they're playing with some other local bands. I think uh, I want to go ahead and like drive home a couple songs, if we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, home. Home yeah. is the one. Home, Doomer, mm-hmm. and I want to say Equinox are okay. the songs that like you really need to sit and listen to with lyrics. You need to mm-hmm. sit there and absorb all of it because Christ, something is something is happening in their life or happened. And it is yeah. rough. And uh, I listen to these. Uh, so dry socket. And the next album we're talking about, mm-hmm. I was going through a mental illness spike a little bit ago. And uh, I listened to those <clears throat> for the first time. And like the next album didn't help much. But this one really resonated deeply within me when I was listening to it. And I was like, wow, this really, this hurts a lot, but it's helping me. And uh, they mm-hmm. also sound a bit like Punch, who are one of my favorite uh, heavy bands. If you've never checked out Punch, I think this might be the second time I've talked about Punch on our show. Please go listen to Punch. Uh, the album that they put out, They Don't Have to Believe, fantastic record. Uh, but yeah, Try Socket blew me away. And I'm ready for more from them eventually whenever they're ready to put it out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, you mentioned some songs. Um, I'm going to mention Drill, the song Drill. song fucking that song fucking slaps hard as hell um self-induced agony inflicted by caring is a a line that blew me away um my shame protects me my shame wrecks me also um just holy shit dude this band says so much in their short little barely a minute minute and a half songs so if you haven't go check out dry socket sorry for your loss i definitely it's very respectful of your time 
10 out of 10. It's 15 minutes long, man. What do you got? 10 10 out of 10 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. I'll go ahead and uh, tell you what the next and final album that we are showcasing here. It's from a guy named Jay Maskus. If you don't know who Jay Maskus is, he is the, the man behind and the brain behind dinosaur junior will at least after like post second album. Um, Dinosaur Jr. was a big band in the 80s and 90s. Um, Jay Maskus has been doing other projects and solo stuff and some dinosaurs since then. His new album is called What Do We Do Now? It's released via Sub Pop Records. This is an interesting one because it's it's an acoustic album like these songs are it's basically they're solo acoustic songs but he's added drums bass organs even a fucking pedal steel guitar which blew me away um to make full band arrangements but at their heart they are still solo acoustic songs and i believe from an interview i saw with him that's how he's going to present them at live shows as solo acoustic but because we're talking about Jay Maskus here, every song has a fucking ripping ass guitar solo that sounds like it's going to break your speakers in half. All right. Well, you took a lot of my talking points already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There is, uh, there was something that I, that I saw from, uh, from Neil Young uh, a few years ago. He, in addition to being an amazing songwriter and artist and human that I'm a big fan of, he also is a oddball collector. He collects just, stuff so he has all these amps and guitar and all this gear from his entire life his entire career and he has everything labeled and he has everything with tags and so he shared a picture of this amp this old like fender champ from like the 60s and it has a tag on it and it says uh sweet and soft at low volume bulldozer in a gravel pit at high volume and that is what jay mascus did here his electric guitar solos are a fucking bulldozer in a gravel pit. And unlike Neil, he's not a meanderer. His 
guitar solos are short and sweet. They hit all the notes they're supposed to. They're very melodic. Shame on you if you thought guitar solos were a thing of the past or not important or boring. Because goddamn, Jay Maskus would tell you otherwise. What do you have to say, so, my friend? I wanted to reach the note of we had an argument pre-show about mm-hmm. whether Jay Maskus is underground or not. And we sure. reached a conclusion of it's our fucking show. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that's that's the essential <laughs> thing of it. I mean, yes, uh, Dinosaur Jr. was underground until they weren't. Um, and Jay Maskus is, a, is an independent artist. Um, so for those qualifiers... I argued that he could be underground, but at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter because it's our show. And this is the album I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. This is what you want to talk about. We're going to give it to you, buddy, because you give me some, you're giving me an entire episode sometime coming up of stuff that you were like, ah, well, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, do I think he's underground? No. Do I think that he deserves a seat at the table? For sure. Um, you know, he had to grind to get there. It's not like he was just like a Nepa baby. Correct. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed the album. It's very soft. Well, most of it is soft. Most mm-hmm. of it's a very soft, soothing album. But it didn't exactly help the state that I was in when I first listened to it <laughs> uh, at all. No. Um, <laughs> it wasn't inter- very helpful. Interestingly enough, um, it hit at a time for me. It came out on the same day that I released my EP in January and somehow listening to this, I was like, Holy shit, he's doing what I wish I could do. He's got, he's on the same fucking wavelength as what I just did. And I knew this album was coming out, but I hadn't heard anything from it. I, there might've been some singles. I wasn't paying attention. I just knew, Hey, this is coming out someday. Keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, this album, I listened to it front to back on its release day in headphones while washing my car. And I had to stop several times and put the fucking rag down and just kind of stare off into the sky and just be like, wow, fuck it. It really spoke to the, uh, and I, I don't know. I hate to say this, but at the same time, I've been saying it a lot. So it really spoke to the, to the old soul in me. Um, yeah. Jay Maskus, Joe, Jay Maskus is, he's an older guy. He's been around for a while. I mean, Dinosaur was, you know, the start of the like mid, early mid nineties. This dude is old. He's like in his fifties. Uh, I think of what he's doing and where he's at now resonates with me because I'm kind of feeling similar things like reaching a, a, a junction in my life where things are changing, you know, my kids are getting older. Um, I'm getting older and, you know, there's been a lot of introspection, a lot of retrospection. And I think this Jay Maskus album hits that in a way that kind of soothed me. I know you said it didn't really help your mental state at the time. It actually kind of helped mine in a weird way. Um, there's a song called old friend and he's basically just talking about how he doesn't want to be involved with a person anymore. Like, loves them and respects them enough to just want to leave them alone and let them be their own wrong self. Um, 
And then there's another song that's kind of conversely uh, set me down, which is like a quirky love song. And he's just talking about, you know, come on and drive me crazy. I'm all in. And, you know, my sappy fucking personality always claps hard at that. So um, that and just fucking ripping ass guitar solos. I mean, it's a weird juxtaposition between the soft acoustic songs and then the the solos. I think the first solo, when it hits, it's kind of jarring. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Am, is this going somewhere else? And then it doesn't. It goes back. Like the 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 distorted guitars are only there for the solo and then they're out. Yeah, which, he just brings them in and then takes them out as soon as he brought them yeah, in. Yeah, there, there's no like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring the, the distorted guitar back for the chorus or we're going to pick it up and, you know, make this thing fucking rock. No, it, that never happens. <laughs> like this album doesn't go anywhere else. It is just acoustic, laid back, kind of somber shit. And then there's a guitar solo that transcends fucking space time. And then it takes you right, drops you right back off where you were before the solo started, which is neat. It's a really cool way, and it also helps the songs to stay kind of in the lane that they're intended to be as solo acoustic songs, because you can take out the drums and the organs and the bass, and you can take out the guitar solos, and they are just simple, nicely arranged songs. And all the other stuff is just, it's just extra. I think here was a really creative display. I think that it surprised me because I was like, you know, I'm going in, I'm expecting Dinosaur Jr. Because like, I don't have no fucking reference point for this guy. I am 30 years old. I'm not 55. Right. Right. I'm too young for Dinosaur Jr. Uh, My Dinosaur Jr. exposure is Rock Band. (laughs) The game. (laughs) Uh, The song Feel the Pain I heard uh, many times playing Rock Band. Great fucking song. It's a good song. Yeah, it is. I actually, the guitar line gets stuck in my head a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. but coming into this, I was like, well, this is like, I know his voice, at least. I'm going to be familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it's an album that I wouldn't have expected from that guy. Mm-hmm. And I think the ending, Shaky, is a fantastic closer yes. to the album. I think that's a fantastic yes. closer. Mm-hmm. And then what do we do now? The self-titled track. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics of that are just crushing. Yeah, they are just something I was just like, wow, okay. Like, I didn't expect to. I'm sorry to say, I did not expect to glean anything from this at Mm -hmm. all, but I did. I gleaned a couple songs I'm stealing for playlists and a couple things I'm going to revisit down the line. Perfect. I love that. Now, is it James Mascus? Jeremiah Mascus? Jebediah Mascus? I don't know. Um, I'm going to call him Jebediah because that's the, the strangest one. Oh, hold on. Um, Jehovah Mascus? Jehovah? Mm-hmm. Josiah? Jeremiah? Are you Jeremiah? Jude? I'm not. I'm just Jeremy. Strange. Mm. Jeremiah is actually a less common name than Jeremy. So just, oh. just Jeremy. Um, could it be Judas? Could his name be Judas? Judas Mascus. I mean, that's kind of a weird sounding one, but that's pretty on uh, the nose. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's it. That's it. That's, that's our, uh, our featured albums. <laughs> one fifteen. From, that's, <laughs> that's our, our music from that we picked up from January. Um, here we are in February. If you want to hear us talk about February's albums and singles, tune in in March 
and we will <laughs> bring them to you because we are a monthly podcast. Yeah, we can only we can't see the future. We're not talking about <laughs> stuff that didn't come out yet. So no, no, we're not. No, we're not talking about Smoke Train, the the third single from Monoxide that hasn't been released yet. We're, we're not talking about Shame, the album from Meth that just came out. No, uh, we're not talking about the new single from Stray. No, that didn't happen. Didn't happen yet. No, no. This is this is January. We're talking about January here. We're talking about February. When we'll we get, get back to it. To you. When we get to it. We will burn that bridge after we cross it. Exactly. Okay. Any plugs? Um, any plugs? Um, yes. Uh, New Year Old Me. Uh, I the, better the fucking EP, The EP from myself, Jiggles, um, it was uh, delayed um, due to some uh, unforeseen fuckery unrelated to the album, but related to the podcast. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> um, basically, my entire studio was raided and everything was taken. So it took some doing, but I got it back. Um, the album came out a week later than scheduled. Um, anyways, it's out now. You can stream it everywhere. You can buy it on Bandcamp. It is called New Year Old Me. It features four old songs recorded new. So four songs that were written by me, uh, four songs written by young me recorded by old me. So it kind of works both ways there. Um, It was supposed to come out in January because that's when everybody is all hip about the new year, new me bullshit. And I wanted to make that joke that it was new year old me, but it didn't come out until basically February. So that joke is past. Like most of my jokes, they land late and are not funny. What are you going to do? Keep trying. Keep trying. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to, check it out. Um, also, we're supposed to say Poochie. Hi, Poochie. Yeah, fuck that guy. Hey, Poochie. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just saying we were supposed to say. I was name. supposed to say uh, Wasteland Waldo, a.k.a. Gage. Oh, Gage. What's up, when Gage? When this is released, uh, by the time this is out, I'll be seeing Gage in like two weeks. Hmm. Yeah. Look out for some nice, nice photos of me engaged in the coming weeks after this episode's out. Nice. Great. Aside from that, I don't really have a plug. I mean, Grip Hook died. The shirt we were doing for uh, charity is down. Um, hmm. Yeah, nothing. I mean, look out for Bloodmouth coming soon-ish, whenever it's done recording. Um, I sat down and fucked around with some music and hated all of it, so nothing for me coming out. Well, keep um, trying. Keep trying. No, it's pretty discouraging. I think I'll just keep mm. playing, uh, doing other hobbies instead um, that are actually like fruitful. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Didn't enjoy the process anymore. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. It's fine. I'll come back to it another year. Yeah, please do. Maybe. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, Taco Bell announced a new Crunchwrap that has cheese that's in it. I'm promoting mm. that. I taco time taco time has the uh, taco burger back i had one yesterday it was really good see it's there we go lim- limited time so if you're in the northwest area if you're in washington it's already gone by the time this is released it's probably sorry, guys. Already gone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys but go to taco time anyways because they're good and I, we're not sponsored by them but if we were i'd be happy yeah i'd lo- i'd kill to get a food sponsorship i don't want like yeah. money or anything from no, the podcast no, just, just give me just like food. gift cards to like yeah. your your restaurant yeah Del Taco, if you're listening, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. Domino's, if you're listening. Domino's, if you're listening, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, we will see you in March with a heaping dose of stuff that we've already talked about. Yeah, and some stuff we haven't talked about because we like to keep it fresh. Love you guys. Love you. Everybody, bye. This has been a Jiggle Down Productions production.